0: Women I feel like they can get away with more than a man can. Hell yeah. For sure. Uh, and then it just
1: don't look good. Like if a man is like, if a man were to come out about that, like the culture we have, it, it doesn't support that at all.
2: That's true. No, a man that can't comfortably say this bitch was really being inappropriate with me and writing me, they gonna be like, nigga, man up.
1: Yeah, That's actually how I got on uh, the show. Okay, uh, tell us. Yeah, that's, that, that's perfectly how I got on the show. I know we spoke about it a little bit, so...
2: Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, family. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am, um, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. You know, I, I, I feel like um, as I get older, you think that, you, like, you do, you, like, you get into motherhood and you're like, I got this. I know this. Like, I can do it. And then there's just always these periods where it's just like, what the fuck? Just like there's always, I feel like as a mother, nobody talks about enough that like there's so much responsibility on solely you to like, I feel like, like to like just supply sh- shit for the family. And sometimes I just think about like being alone and eating my own food with nobody touching it or touching me or telling me anything or asking me to do anything. And mm-hmm. I think, wow, am I a bitch? And I just think, no, everybody just wants pieces of you all oh the my time. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just had a realization. What? <sighs> Mila.
0: But you are like now a married woman. You don't <laughs> get breaks anymore. I'm so sorry.
2: You know, you might be like, I. You're right. I, ne- I never equated it to that because I've all like I've we've always been mostly single. If you have listened to the show, we've talked
0: about how married women are fucked because <laughs> they, they never get they breaks. Never get breaks. Like even when like kids go away, like they're still stuck with the husband or whatever the fuck. There's just always someone in the house. Even their self care day is like might be get interrupted for some bullshit. You're married now. I'm so sorry.
2: I, mean, I think it's think I'm, it's I'm so happy in. for you.
0: I mean, Orlando, no offense. I'm,
2: but- I, I'm very happy for me, too. Someone asked me the other day like about um, <laughs> Orlando moving here, and I was like, well, this is the only way that this works for me. <laughs> I was like, no, I need this. I need to be – he needs to be here. It actually makes me a better person. But also, it is a shift because the other day I watched a movie alone, and I was like, this is so great. <laughs> I, just, I just laid on the couch I was like wow I haven't done this in so long I'm like, I watched that movie like December June about the fucking crazy pedophilia fucking teacher who got pregnant by her 7th grade student mm. and I was just like in heaven just alone watching TV nobody asking me shit but I realized like Mom, can I have this can I have a piece of this can I buy this no
1: mm-hmm. and I also,
2: I also came to this own conclusion no one told me this but I think in my past life whatever one of my past lives there was a shortage on food I don't know which one. It must have not been that far away because it probably was the Great Depression. Every time somebody wants some of my shit, I literally just want
0: to. Or the Great Famine? What was it? The some some the great, potato the potato famine? Some great time that there was not a lot of food. There
2: was a lot of those moments, but I every time I'm like, why am I so annoyed by this? Uh, I'm I I've, I've just come to the conclusion that there was a time where there was scarcity of food, and so that's why I'm triggered every time. Still, um, but. I think just not just being a mom or a wife, I think it's really just being a business person as well. And just, I just want to lock myself in a beach for like 30 days. You want to lock yourself in a beach? Yeah, like just leave me alone. Good work. Um, but I think it's just me getting older too. I think as I get older, I'm like such a friendly bitch usually. And I'm like, ah, I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to do that. And now, as like 35 year old woman, I'm like, Remember the time we had the human design uh, Erin on and mm-hmm. she was like, you probably need to live separately from your husband or have your own room. And I was like, that bitch knew me. <laughs> I don't want to live separately because I'm much more needy. I need more things. But I'm just like, I do really um, need solitude sometimes because like after 400 questions or comments, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I just can shake my head in. Mm-hmm. look over and I'm like wow I'm a bitch but I just think it's the you know mother <laughs> mm. yeah. but I love my family you know don't get it twisted I do I love all my family but I understand women who just like one day say I'm going to get a cigarettes and never come back like a mother god like a mother god Like <laughs> fucking psycho mother god I oh god I'm obsessed if if anyone has
0: not yet I've, I've been putting everyone on to this documentary it's called Love Wins Love, love. Love, I think love wins. That's love. why I said they stole it from the gays. Love wins the cult of Mother God. Please go watch this.
2: Love, love, has, has, won won the, love the cult. has won the cult of Mother God. I'm not finished with it, but I do want to say it's a cult of this white bitch who's like basically trailer park trash who started getting to spiritualism, did ecstasy once, and then people started coming to her cult, which is crazy that it was that easy. But what really, really got me is that there were two black people that I saw.
0: But the, wait, let's rewind because okay, she well. was not trailer park trash.
2: Yeah, she. I saw her. No, she came from a well-to-do family. No, she was working. She was a manager at McDonald's, babe. That's because she needed a job. She was like a teenager then. No, she. They struggled with money. Trailer park trash is a stretch. <laughs> I don't think I, by, she was by like- the end of it, the bitch <laughs> was trailer park trash. Listen, that can, that's up for debate. In my mind, no white bitch who looks like Chili park trash is about to starve me and tell me what to do. I just don't I can't imagine me being ever so hopeless and desperate for that. And it just was like it's really a deep dive into the psyche of hopeless people. And I'm really obsessed with it. But it's also like scary how like sad people are that they would just go.
0: Well, she just went to dinner one day with her family on her birthday and then said, fuck you guys and went home. And- no, she said, I'm
2: leaving. And yeah. they, they thought it was normal. And they came home and all her shit was gone. She had three kids and literally she never came back. She, she went and found her father God, one of her many father gods, and started a whole cult in which people paid her for readings. And she spread some bullshit in that she had a galactic team that consisted of Robin Williams. Donald Trump, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe and Tupac. There's a lot of people in there. Yeah, there was about those the, those 40 the, people on there. Those were the main ones that I was just really wanting her to get more into the Tupac. But, um, you know, it's never they never they never into that. Oh, fuck. I'm not done with it. <clears throat> I need to finish that tonight. That's actually going to be my like, leave me the fuck alone. Be silent. We're watching Mother God right now. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's so good. I want to I want to remake it as a spoof. And I want to play the black girl who was there. I the, one, <laughs> the, the one that like never spoke. Because I only saw her in like the surveillance video. The surveillance is like one black eye. <laughs> I, I really wanna I really wanna ask these niggas, what in the fuck happened to you for you to be here with this white bitch? Cause this is crazy. Anyway. Any- anyway, I sorry. You don't we- abandon your family like mother god and go start your own cult. Although you'd be a great cult leader. You know, I saw I saw like traces of myself in her. Me she was, too. When she was like looking into people's eyes and telling them how great they were, I'm like, that's me. Well, she, the whole thing was about pleasure. Like it's so
0: pleasurable. Nothing's bad. <laughs> Nothing's bad. Alcohol, cigarettes, weed. It's it's all medicine. It's all medicine if you use it intentionally. But then
2: she was this bitch was a raging alcoholic but she was using it as medicine and they were like for most people alcohol is medicine but for Mother God it helped her channel for the pain of the world <laughs> I saw her be Robin Williams when she was on alcohol I was like bitch you're nuts yeah yeah um, please go watch that we are not it's on
0: HBO Max if anyone has any trouble finding it
2: if only if only they were sponsoring this, this review I know I really <laughs> wish they were <laughs> if anyone works at HBO call us <laughs> Um, or Netflix, <laughs> I'll watch more TV for you. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, our, we have a guest, we have a very special guest here today. I know people on YouTube hate when we do this, but, um, you know, we got to catch up with each other cause we didn't see each other yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't uh, talk four times today already. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, today we have a special guest who is my dear friend and my, my, uh, my colleague, we just graduated from uh, Sexology and Tantric Practitioner School, Mike Johnson. Yeah. Woo!
1: Thank you for having us What's out. Up? What's
2: up? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. How you doing? How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm good to be here with y'all. This is like, I think for my audience, for me to be here is really cool. I've never done something I felt so comfortable right now. So
2: perfect. You so look
0: comfortable. Leaning back and shit. We'll be uh, friends. Just... That's my sanga brother. Wait, I, wait, and can I can I also add to the introduction because he is an author. He is a sex coach. He is an... The sexologist trumps the sex coach now. Sex coach, sexologist? For sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah, can it be both?
2: Do you do you still identify
1: as nah, both? No, it's a sexologist. Okay, like, I saw sure. like that. It's a sexologist. Sex coach was cool, but you know we've upgraded that title. But I appreciate it. So wait,
0: that. when you were a sex coach, were you helping people have better sex? Is that what is that what you were doing? Or
1: I mean, that's a part of it. I think that a sexologist is just an upgraded version of what a sex coach, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so as a sex coach, if someone needs to have, someone desires to have better sex, someone desires to have more sex uh it was mainly i would say as a sex coach what i did was conflict resolution Mm -hmm. within relationships Mm -hmm. and of course sex was always a part of that Mm -hmm. i loved it i thought it was fun that was amazing i want more of it
0: so how did you go from for those of you who are watching on youtube you might be looking at mike and be like why does he look familiar and if you watch network television then i don't but <laughs> if you look, if you look at him, you might say, <laughs> "Why you
1: say it like that?" You might say, "I know that face." If you look at him, you you might look look at him. <laughs> just really
0: closely, you might say, hmm, "Was he? Was he on The Bachelorette? Was he on? Is it? Wait, is that on ABC? ABC?" Yeah.
1: Well, let me see. Yo, let me see your demographic, and I'll tell you if they know who I am. Black I'm,
2: people don't really be knowing exactly. Like
1: right. when uh, I go to Atlanta, when I go to Dallas, I somebody know who I am.
2: I only know I'm that like, because I looked on your Instagram, and I was like, "This nigga's on The Bachelor. He's famous." <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's real. That's
0: real. Uh, How did you, wait,
2: first of all, how did you, because we're going to get into all the sex, but
0: I'm very curious. How did you get on? How did you, why? <laughs> you said, why?
1: Let's fuck, why, and if, why? And if you're watching,
2: Mike is a very, you Mike's a very handsome man. There's only like two niggas at our school, and the bitches were flocking poor Mike the whole <laughs> week at school. I was like, oh my god, did I need to save him. You know, when you're in the club and you see your friend like I think trying you to did, yeah
1: say something like that. I'm
2: like trying to wink, yeah. like save me. I was like, oh my god, if the bitches don't leave Mike the fuck alone, oh, no. I was like, is this how it feels to be a tall, handsome black man? Because I feel bad for you.
1: I mean, isn't I think that women have it more so? I you know. Did. I was
2: gonna say, you don't you experience this? Girl, the bitches are aggressive. Mm.
3: true.
0: They don't have no facts. Well, yeah, because, the the, because I think yeah. women feel like they can get away with more than a man can. Hell yeah. For sure.
1: Uh, and then <laughs> it just don't look good. Like, if a man is like, if a man were to come out about that, like, the culture we have, it, it doesn't support that at all.
2: That's true. No, a man that can't comfortably say this bitch was really being inappropriate with me and writing me, they're going to be like, nigga, man up.
1: Yeah, That's actually how I got on uh, the show. Okay, uh, tell us. Yeah, That's that. That's perfectly how I got on the show. I know we spoke about it a little bit. So, I was, uh, you know... They say when he get his heart broke, it take him a, a long time. Like he really loved a girl. It I don't know if it's true or not, but it did for me. And mm-hmm. it took me a long time. And then I was over, and then I was, you know, I did my little face, uh a horrible stories face.
2: Ho face? Ho
1: face. Okay. And then it was like I just was ready to be married. I was ready to, I was for real. I was You like went just, from
0: hoe into I'm a husband.
1: Well, it was never really trying to be a hoe. It was just all about
0: s- rebound. Or
1: you know how you know how I'm For real, for real. Do you know how boring it is being single
0: and not being bad? I resonate with this deeply. This is what our whole show is about. It's about being a hoe and then saying, actually, I want to be a wife.
2: Is that, our whole, is. is that what our whole show is about? Is it? it took it only about five years to get to the actual I want to be
0: a wife. This is the real a <laughs> that was fun,
2: it but now I'm re- <laughs> 365 times five, that's how many days it took to realize <laughs> we wanted to be wives. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 hey, well, we there. Yeah, you know what you One like. One day the you lights heard, heard, turned, turned on,
2: right. and I said, I'm a wife today.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what life is, just a bunch of errors, right? So, errors as in E-R-A. So
0: when the husband switch turned on, you said, I know what. Nah, I'm going to join the bachelorette.
1: Nah, so like the husband switch Turner, I was deployed in the military. Okay. And I remember I was like talking to a guy one day and I was like, yo, I want the hard road up. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think I was 24 at the time, right? Yeah, I think if I was talking to my 24-year-old homies, I'd be like, nah, bro.
0: Wait, you want the hard road up?
1: Yeah. To you mean me- like
0: you want to like really work hard for love?
1: No, meaning like I think a part of the issue with a lot of dating culture today is that we have swipe right culture. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, when shit happens... Mm-hmm. You can easily leave that situation. Mm. That's what I mean by hard road up. Like actually, to to be honest, what hard road up means mm. is working on your own shit. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it means. In comparison to just like not just right. backing out and yeah, backing you know what down what I mean? the moment yeah. the shit
0: gets a little tough. Yeah, and
1: like blaming shit and like you know that all that stuff that people will be doing. Okay. And so that's what I mean by that. Got it.
0: Yeah. Wait. So tell me how you got on the why, why?
1: Oh my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. So I was. <laughs> I was at work I was a financial advisor My homie that He's the one that put me on the show I was I was getting a bunch of texts At the time And like I, I just threw my phone one day I just threw my phone Across the room Because like And I was just saying All these girls wanna do Is just fuck
3: <laughs> ah, Wait
1: <laughs> And I want a wife, so wait it's, Wait It's weird to say. You had I had I, it. Say, I don't think I said that
0: You had had head. enough Of these hoes They just wanted to fuck Yeah <laughs> Wow,
1: Straight said up. no you know man how, ever. No, that's 100% false. Like, you know, <laughs> you know how Drake Here's is on his. And
0: wait, wait, what made you no, feel that, like, they like they, were, they just wanted to fuck, they were like texting you late night, they were like sending you news, they just weren't taking you seriously. They weren't like engaging uh, in serious wifey conversations.
1: No, I think they were trying to engage in serious conversations. I think that that that's, that's just what they wanted at that time. Okay. So, I mean, I, you, you had you want fed what fed you at. want. Yeah, I was just fed up. I wanted like, damn, can we like go on a date or some shit? I don't know, like. Nigga, they
2: just fucking is fucking and Like
1: can we do more Than just fucking Like mm-hmm. I don't want to feel Like a piece of meat All the time mm-hmm. so That's what
2: that was I really
0: enjoy I'm, I, that's, I really enjoy Hearing a man say that Wait so then From there they really... Then your friend said You should join The Bachelorette because, Hell nah because... He was
1: laughing His ass <laughs> off at me <laughs> oh, He because... was like What man That can get pussy That ain't no girls around Would say something like that <laughs> <laughs> He was so like Just
2: Perplexed
1: Perplexed Dying laughing at me mm. Like forever He just couldn't Get it through his head He was just like why would you say that, bro? Because you, you, he's not, I don't want to talk about the homie right there. but
0: He ain't getting pussy like you. <laughs> I
1: don't
2: I think he's not there yet, but okay.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? He wasn't there yet at that time, right? This is years ago. And so he was just dying laughing at me. And then a few weeks later, he sent me like a, uh, who even goes on Facebook no more, a Facebook message. And it was like applying for the show. And I was off work that day.
0: And you just said, fuck it. it was I was like, Fine timing. It.
1: Yeah, it well, wasn't even divine, timing. It was just like
0: well, it sounds like it was. You off work that day? You had time.
1: Oh, well, true. And he was looking
0: for love. And but know- I
1: wasn't like I ain't gonna say I was looking for love. I was just like wanting the real thing, right? I think when we say looking for love, we think about like you out here searching and shit. Like it was just more so like I ain't got time for you. I ain't got time for you. I got to work on myself. Like if you come through, then you come through.
2: Had so- you watched the show at that point? Never. Okay.
1: Never. I never I heard of the show. I was either. like
2: there's mostly been only white women contestants. It was contestants.
1: Z- zero. I had watched zero episodes in at that time of my life. Okay. I didn't know who Chris Harrison was. He's the the goat host of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh he was on it for like 20 years or whatever. But uh
0: um, Has it been around I was, that like, long? It was like 20 years? What it's been around fuck? since 01. God, it has been around that long. We were in high school. What the
1: fuck yeah, That's it's crazy. Been, yeah, it's been around since 01. So but was... no, I didn't know I mean, I knew it was a white show cuz it wasn't in it wasn't just in my circles. Right. That's just how I knew it was a white show, but um, I was. Uh, why not?
0: Were you like one of two black guys or something on the show? Maybe three.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think. I think after the first day, it was like four ma- max five of us, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about that includes half black guys as well. That, and all, <laughs> if you have black in you, I'm including that.
0: How long did you? How long did you last?
1: <laughs> you as a as sexologist, how long did you? How last How long did you last, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got sent home. There's a thing they call hometowns, uh-huh. uh, to where they go like to your mama house and they meet your people or whatever. Oh wow! Well. I got sent home the week before that.
2: But you you opted to go home, right? <laughs> no. Um, Am I telling you inside scoop?
1: They they just they I got I got sent home. Yeah, I got sent home.
2: She, he got sent home, Jamila. Okay. Shut your big fat mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His mom told him, home. "Don't come home with no hoe who can't use my comb," and so yeah, he didn't go true. home. That is true. Yeah. Comb? Comb? <laughs> like a hot comb? Like don't, no, so don't bring a black, a, a, don't
1: bring a no girl home and she can't use my comb.
2: Okay, so okay, got it. Yeah. Don't bring a non-black
0: woman home. <laughs> Let me translate. Well, you know, you know what I find that's uh, curious about this to me and you know, I, how how old were you when you were on, on The Bachelor? 31. 31. Um, You were tired of these hoes texting you, but then you got on The Bachelor, which, Bachelorette, which almost, for me, when I watch that show, especially like, well, for both, for both sides, The Bachelorette and The Bachelor, it kind of feels like a meat market sort of like, you know, like because unless you're going, unless you get way far in and that's when people finally kind of get to like know each other. But it is kind of like swiping right a little bit because it's very based on like what you look like at first, right? Um, for the,
1: for the lead person, the male or the female, like the bachelor or bachelorette, for them, bit more so I mean maybe they have a different
0: mentality going in like they're not they know they're not just looking for someone with looks and I mean
1: I think about it like this like if I was ever the bachelor if it's 30 women right Mm -hmm. I'm only gonna be sexually attracted to probably four y'all max probably six right Mm -hmm. unless they ask me exactly what my type is right so let's say six women right Mm -hmm. from a sexual and just looks perspective and then out of those six women I get oh I think it's like 10 11 weeks 12 weeks Mm -hmm. to get to know her for her to get to know me. Mm. And so I think it's, it's more than just a meat market, I think. Mm, okay. But, I, I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, when you get off the show or when you go on Bachelor in Paradise, I, that Bachelor in Paradise is what you're talking about. You mm. did that one too? I did, yeah.
0: <laughs> Peanut gallery over
1: there.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> there's never been a black Bachelor.
1: There has, yeah. yeah there uh, was,
0: oh, yeah. Like one
2: time in twenty yeah. years, <laughs> once in twenty years.
1: Yeah, uh, w- once in twenty. Well, be in twenty twenty four. Once in twenty three years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I, I, I can
2: see you being the bachelor. I mean, it's
0: a. It, I, it is such a phenomenon. Like I like the the kind of loyalty these content like as you as a contestant and like the bachelorette like the the fans. There's like such super fans. I mean, there's podcasts literally just just dedicated. about. The Bachelor, and they kill it. Like, they yeah. get crazy listens. Two like, black
1: girls, one rose. Shout out.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say that one. Yeah, they kill it. Like, there's such a, there's such a huge... Um, market. market. I mean, I
1: think at one point that show, that franchise was the second biggest unscripted television show in America behind Shark Tank. Mm. And So, yeah, the show was huge. I mean, going to other countries and getting recognized is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I never thought that would happen. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big show.
0: So then from there... How how did you get from there into sex coaching and wanting to be a sexologist and like were you always interested in sex and like yeah <laughs> am you not okay that's a stupid question <laughs> um, were you always interested in I guess coaching people coaching or leading and, in the sex yeah. industry
1: so what's funny is that I remember I was in uh, I was eighteen and I told my homie uh, shout out Jay Cosme he I was like bro I'm thinking about like what if I became a doctor of sex. I really, I remember saying that at eighteen. I was like, "Look, I'm gonna have money. Mm-hmm. My wife gonna be uh, good. She gonna be feeling good because I'm gonna be sexual with her, but also have a mindset to understand some things from a mental aspect." Mm-hmm. I said, "My well, mama gonna be happy because I'm a doctor." <laughs> like, I really thought about all them different aspects of that, and then you know, obviously, uh, life goes on, and then I just came back into the field for a few reasons.
0: How old were you when you lost your virginity?
1: Uh, I don't think I've ever said it. Eleven.
2: Was a girl older than you? Yeah. Significantly?
1: Was was significant at 11. Like, yeah. So, yeah, she was. Like 14? 19.
2: What What the fuck? We got to go find her. That's not, (laughs) that's, that's pedophilia. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Was she your nanny? Like a a girl in the neighborhood?
1: Uh, But I remember when I was five years old, yes, women do stuff too, for sure. When I was five years old, my babysitter, like, yeah.
2: Like fondled you?
1: Uh, it was like I remember I was in Germany We were playing hide and go seek And I came upstairs and she was naked on the bed And like So yeah there's definitely moments that I think Helped me to become a sexologist To understand mm-hmm. um, And to work through my own emotional wounds And to Really I got into the field like what ultimately put it Cause there's like four things But the last straw I guess was When I didn't know what to do in the situation With my ex we had a miscarriage and so I was like, I don't want to be a dumb dude. I don't cheat, and we weren't having sex. And so it was like, that shit was pissing me off, right? And I didn't know what to do. But I didn't know, I was ignorant at the time. I didn't know how to, because we could talk about my side and say how bad guys are, right? But it's two sides to a story, and it's it's two sides to a relationship. And it's two brains in a relationship unless you're in a throuple, right? Then it's three or more. And so, like, I didn't know how to, I didn't understand that what, if she's not conveying something, that, nothing is not there, right? It's like, and this is where, you know, you got to convey how you feel because, like, your partner isn't a mind reader, but at the same time, I want it to be better, mm. to be able to pick up on social cues, to be able to pick up on just little, just small things. So you feel like know you didn't know, know how to support her. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that you just, you know, called a spade a spade. I think a lot, no, of, sure. a lot of men, there's so much ego and there's so much patriarchy and there's so much fucked up rhetoric around men like masculinity and femininity and like with how that shows up that a lot of men that I know have lost their virginity really early to women that are significantly older that are it's it's like it's 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 molestation or you know really rape. And they don't equate it as such as trauma because they're like thinking that they're the young man, like the man of some sort, or they're just like because they're a man that that's not a real thing. And so they are carrying this trauma, unhealed trauma, and not even processing or recognizing how it relates to how they treat women or how they show up. Or like even men not recognizing that, like, damn, I don't know shit about how I can support this woman or what what this looks like. And then they just... They're okay with that. They keep moving through the world with that, you know, that perception. Like, just, I guess it's mostly just, like, compartmentalizing. In a, that's in very, a
1: That's exactly what it is. In
2: a way that, like, I well, this doesn't mean that. And just moving forward. And I think that, like, if any men are listening to this right now or women who have partners that have experienced things like that and they, like, blow it off or, you know, sweep it under the carpet. Like, it's really time to start understanding, like, yourself in a way that you recognize trauma is trauma or else you cannot process it and you cannot heal from it. And you'll project those, those, you know, that, that form of abuse onto other people, even if it's not just like that, you know? And I think it's just such a, it's so fucked up that we live in this world that kind of, um, makes it okay for boys to like have these, ex- these sexual experiences with people significantly older than them. And they don't really, um, we just don't really talk about it as what it is.
1: I think that's a part of the issue right there is that we in our society talk about how niggas ain't shit. And I agree. Niggas ain't shit a lot of the times, right? But what we don't hardly ever talk about is that.
2: Some bitches ain't <laughs> some shit Some bitches either. ain't shit either. Yeah.
1: And so like, but that aspect, since we can't have that conversation, right? A lot of men just compartmentalize things and just put that down. and But women do the same thing, put stuff down, compartmentalize fawning, right? And so therefore, you got both people just like a cycle it's a fucking cycle and so like that's what it is and so i wanted to kind of stop that
0: Mm. i can't help but think that like because i i too have met a lot of men that have um been raped or molested um in their childhood and they won't they have a hard time calling it that Mm -hmm. and i think i wonder maybe you can shed some light on this because i'm not a man but i feel like rape well to i to have to 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 say that out loud somehow that becomes part of your identity mm-hmm. and
1: mm-hmm. if a
0: and like a man getting raped i i want to say feels like a feminine problem because so many women experience this so it they almost feel like it feminizes them in some way like they're a little like they're a bitch mm-hmm. you know like they and so and because they don't acknowledge it as so. They try to empower themselves Mm. and say, oh, yeah, I fucked my babysitter when I was 12 and she was 22, you know, and Mm -hmm. it was like I was that I was that was experience (laughs) because to say I was raped feels emasculating, emasculating. Yeah. Words matter. Words matter.
1: Words matter. Right.
0: So like I'm wondering if it's the that word in particular that doesn't allow men to really acknowledge. I mean, I'm sure it's more than that but I wonder also if that word in particular as it pertains to a man makes them feel like
2: weak, weak or like yeah. ah that's not what happened I can't relate to that well, well, and don't get raped but but think about the word rape in general I'm going to have to put a trigger right on this episode mm-hmm. but just in general even for women I've been raped and it took me a long time to say that. that word particularly because it felt aggressive and not that it had to be a part of my identity but that that was too heavy of a burden to put on somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, even if someone has forced themselves on a woman, a woman's not going to be like, it's, you're a rapist. You raped me. Mm -hmm. It's like, it almost feels like I can't say that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't Mm -hmm. say that. Like, I won't say that. Cause most women, let's be real, like get raped by people they know, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, it just feels like this heavy, um, this heavy, like, sentence to put on someone. Like, it's such a huge accusation. Mm -hmm. Even if it is what it is, Mm -hmm. you're not going to, like, say that. Mm -hmm. And so I I think it's a heavy word, but, like, it triggers men and women so differently, you know, because I do think it makes men feel, like, in some ways weak. And I think women, too, but for women it's just more scary to be, like, the woman who made that accusation. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm.
1: think it's just, like, an automatic thing. Like, you're born a man, you're born a woman, therefore you think this way. I think it's just the conditionings we have in society hundred percent. Like I grew up in a, uh, you know, uh, environment in Dallas and where I remember being light skinned, going to big T and like niggas want to test me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because of the melanin in my skin. Right. And I think the same thing when we talk about, you know, uh, taking advantage of someone like it's the, the, the culture around it mm-hmm. truly what it is. I think that when you mention the word feminine, I think that even the way we think of it is incorrect. Um, In terms of male, female, we all have this within us, right? And so I think of a person who has both qualities and I think Kanye West has both qualities, right? Truly and lives both sides of that. To be able to have a plan and make that shit happen, but then also to be creative as fuck and then just to sit with what's going on. And so I think that my girl and I talk about this often in terms of what... What we see as a man right mm-hmm. the ability to have both mm-hmm. truly like the marriage of the two like to be able to
2: most men won't ever like the uh, feminine, feminine and the masculine
1: yeah to be Say able to be a nigga don't mean like that don't mean you are not hard i don't mean that you are um queer of some sort that just means like you able to speak on your shit mm-hmm. and then stand up and stand on that right i think that that i think truly that makes us stronger you feel me like we talking about what strength is you mentioned the word weak mila right that makes you stronger (laughs) male or female right (laughs)
0: um so like growing up i'm curious about your upbringing um and just your history with sex like was sex something that your parents talked to you about um or was it something that you kind of had to like do your own you know due diligence on or like did you yeah nah, were say, you able to talk to your parents about <laughs> sex at all or like how to have good sex or i mean probably not that's the reach but <laughs> i'm like you're from texas yeah. I, my dad's yeah. from texas they don't talk about that type of shit um but yeah i'm just curious like did you have that kind of openness in your in your nah, upbringing
1: not at all i would say uh, i remember one time I think my mom called me look called me looking at like a, a Playboy magazine of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. And then my um, she got mad at me or whatever. And my grandma was like, "At least he's reading." Oh,
0: okay. I never. Okay, <laughs> Granny, I never get that. I love your fucking.
1: That's right. Uh, no, shout out to her. You feel me? And then um, not at
0: least he's reading. <laughs> I don't was, think he was he reading, mom? Granny. I think he's looking at the pictures, Granny.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, it was words she was on in your it. Side, you though. feel me? It was words in it, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, what is Iraq, right? You know, you don't know if we talk about the country, we talk about, you <laughs> Oh, know. Lord Jesus. And so, like, there was, I remember my mom, when I was, like, 11, 12, 13, maybe, she sent me, she gave me a pamphlet mm-hmm. of, like, how to look at your testicles or whatever mm-hmm. to make sure they straight. Mm-hmm. And that was really about it. Oh, and yeah. then um, uh, my aunt, I remember her saying one time, she said, because I got caught watching porn or something, and she said, uh, he got to learn from somewhere. Oh no. Yeah, that's what she said. Would
0: you say there was like one six, like, cause I feel like, well, cause now you work in in, in this space and mm-hmm. it's, you know, like, Tantra specifically, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, um, for a straight black man mm-hmm. from Texas, I'm not being a, what do you call yourself, Ge- geographically discriminative, okay. um, <clears throat> I'm just curious because, like, that's such a... I don't want to say it's not a wild practice. What's the word I'm looking for? Foreign. It's It's not...
2: It's taboo. It's not traditional for a black person, period. We think anything outside of Christianity is the devil. And it's Buddhism. Like, how do you go from,
0: like, not having, you know, any sort of, like, guidance per se to then to this space? Like, was there... Because a lot of times I do find that men that are um, sexually explorative and very open, usually there's, like, that one partner that, like... Mm bust them open. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one woman that like opened them up was that is that the case for you or was it kind of just like uh, a journey of like an un uh, like uh, unblossoming?
1: I don't think nobody had to bust me open. I was just I came out <laughs> for lack uh, of a better word. I came out ready. But uh <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I didn't have that experience where I was with somebody who just turned me out per se. Well, I
0: don't mean turn you out, but just like opened your mind sexually for you to just be open.
1: No, nah, so like I'm not I'm from Texas, but I've lived around the world mm, okay. from From child up, right? Lived in Europe, which very, definitely opens your eyes up, yeah, right? yeah. And then as a young man, I went back to Europe and lived there for five years. And so I grew a Christian in the black church. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the dopest things that you could do is explore for you and be authentically you. And so my grandma and I just talked about this, too. She was – she's very Christian. It was like, Mike, my man can't jack off or whatever, or he can't – you know what I mean? I'm like
0: I – mean, you about yeah, this.
1: you know I mean like your grandmother? Yeah, because like was she
0: telling you about her partner? No,
1: nah, I had to like open it up, right? Because she, we don't have a relationship, mm-hmm. but she respects what I do, and I respect her as a, a human and a woman, right? And a a sexually liberated individual. And I was like, well, don't you want him to um, last longer? Don't you want him to be able to know what to do, and, and, and you know, be there for you? And then, like, we we're just having conversations, and she kind of was like, oh, okay, okay, you know. And so, like you could be a Christian and still be a uh, and receive a lots of, a lots of pleasure sexually and of give course, lots of pleasure. Sexually. Of course,
0: I just but I, I know
1: I, I'm, I'm with you. I get what you.
0: I was more so saying, like you know, I know the practices that you guys are doing in, in tantra are yeah. like you know, if for someone who's not who hasn't begun to kind of journey into that space would be like, what the fuck are y'all doing over there? I agree. You know, I, <laughs> I, I think this. Uh,
1: this. I is, always,
2: yeah. I'm sorry, Did I cut you off.
1: No, I always say it's like level from where we are. Is like starting off at level ten,
2: and, and I and I would say, and I told Erica this too. I'm like, I'm a pretty open bitch, you know. I'm pretty open, as a, a you know regular listener may know. But there were points in this process where I was like, "This is very interesting," <laughs> because it is. It's lineage based. We're learning like uh, practices and meditations that are thousands of For years sure. old, and it's very foreign. If someone, if I like, you got to ease people in, but like, I what I really. Like, well, there's only like a handful of black kids, like students in our cohort. But also, like, I think that me and Mike have talked a lot, lot about this. But even back to what we were saying about the masculinity, I think that there's been like a heavy cloak over society's eyes, particularly for black people because slavery. Um, but there is this idea for men I want you to listen closely, gentlemen. There's this, there's this false idea of masculinity for men, and I think it was the best like Kool Aid they could have given the men because they're what most men or alpha men, um, how they act out in their masculinity is so far from masculine. It's 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 like they've so they're so confused that. In fact, the most masculine man is able and willing to invite in his feminine traits because then there's balance. And even for black women, it's been we've been um cr- like we've been v- villainized because we are masculine. And even for black men, they're like, "Well, that's why I date white women because black women are too masculine." And it's not that we're too masculine, it's that we are we're able to swing on the pen, you know, swing back and forth on the pendulum for what we need, but the true the truth is for both parties, we 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 need to have balance and to be feminine i need to be able to fucking fuck you up you need to know i'm not to be fucked with because i have cubs and i have family and i have to go get the paper and i can take care of myself and there's also for men you have to be able to cry and acknowledge your issues and like all these things and be self-reflective and that's actually a masculine man and to have control and discipline over yourself not to cheat and to be faithful and niggas are so men when i say niggas i mean men (laughs) Just for those who are just joining us, we say niggas, and it could mean many things. But, <laughs> but you know, I just think that men have this idea that you have to like pound your chest, fuck as many bitches as you can, and that is what a, a masculine man is. And it's so far from the truth because, you know, in the words of Jeezy, oh, real th- oh, no. real oh, niggas oh, don't cheat. Oh, but it's true if I'm a woman hey. or a man of my word. He lied. He did lie. I'm sure he did lie because he obviously cheated. But when I'm, Jenny said she cheated. I, he, listen, I, I wasn't saying Jenny was wrong. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Jeezy probably fucked around. He was trying to get with fucking me along. Okay? I would be too. He said, let me
0: get in this pussy room. I right would be here. too. I
3: don't so you cheat see how funny she is?
1: I want to say something to that. Don't want you to finish your thoughts Okay, up.
2: but Okay. Uh, my thoughts be long. Yeah, I know. I get long-winded. Um, <laughs> I get high. That's the problem. Um, so I just think that there's this huge um, this huge Confusion in in our culture and even for women too thinking that that's what masculinity means or if fucking Drake paints his nails yellow he's sassy or whatever the weird shit you know you wear this outfit or you wear the man purse like that's the least of everybody's like how are you holding down how are you holding me down and how, how am I holding you down and I just think like it's the balance of both we both have to have equal parts but particularly me and Mike have talked about this for like what we have gone you know gone through this process this two year process of completing this program Program, is really for our people and of course I'm here for everybody. I'm a people person and you know like we're all pink on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> what? You never heard that? No. Whatever but the point is <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I'm talking about women? I had a
0: very weird visual when I'm you just said saying that.
2: We, when we open up this flesh box Oh I thought just, I didn't know what you were, talking. You're talking,
1: about lips? we're just, talking about
0: All these words.
2: All I'm saying Flesh box. Is, <laughs> yeah this is a flesh box. <laughs> Essentially we're being just a flesh suit flesh suit mm. i got that i got that from somebody in our school yes. <laughs> a roll it is though essentially we are we're we are, we are we are souls yeah. um just utilizing this body so we can touch and feel in this lifetime you know what i mean but like i think particularly like for black people our sexuality and our pleasure and our idea of masculine and feminine has has been so far off because we've been suppressed for so long in so many ways that like this work is extremely important for us to like kind of um spread the word of, the good word, because I just think, you know, you asked Mike, like, how do you get into this that someone busts him open like a bitch or something? But I just think, like, if... If you just take 20 minutes to just have common sense, man or woman, and you're like, let me just be better. (laughs) Let me just be better. Let me just be a good person and respect the person I'm with and get to understand the other opposite sex more just because that's a part of coexisting in the world. Then you kind of want to evolve. And, you know, like that's just like it's just like a white person benefit benefiting from white privilege. You know how like some white people just don't believe racism exists anymore because get over it. It's like, of course you're not gonna tell this bitch because this bitch is benefiting from the fucking paradigm being fucked up. So it's just like men, if men can get away with bitches being afraid to say rape, women knowing that women are gonna keep their secrets and they are they've been able to get away with being this fake version of of masculine they're not going to then like opt for the equal rights because they know they benefit from the system that exists okay sorry what were you saying mike
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i was i was like you I, I was just going to speak to the fact that i think that at times men actually do want to be uh expressive in their feminine talk when i say feminine i'm strictly talking about strictly talking about expressive of emotions emotions right you feel me whether it be sexual emotions or angry emotions you feel me or sad emotions but you know how many stories i've heard how many stories i've seen myself and from the homies that when they try to speak to their women or speak to women in general they get shunned you feel me like oh you a bitch you crying like that or whatever the case may be or you you doing that you dressing like this or whatever the case may be right and so therefore it's also hardening us from like elementary school you feel me like so it's it's if 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 a man tries to cry in front of me, and he gets shut down. It's trauma. You think he gonna do that again? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And so, like, I'm not saying that that's all men, um, but there's an aspect of that. I don't think that conversation you had either.
0: What do you think women can do to um, support their man's vulnerability more? Like, what I'm, I'm hearing that, like, you know. The mistake that women make is, you know, like, because sometimes I I probably have been part of this because sometimes I don't, I I had this, well, he was kind of crazy though, but (laughs) I didn't understand his emotions. Mm -hmm. So he would cry and I'd be like, what the fuck are you crying for? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Are you manipulating me?
1: (laughs) That's fair (laughs) though. The answer was yes, but, um,
0: but I probably did cause him more trauma. Because of that, <laughs> but he had trauma before. But that I girl. didn't start it. You know, I didn't crazy. start the trauma. She said I didn't
1: start. I just added it to it. She. I just added to it. Okay, I didn't start. I started, might no. have added a little something, but I didn't
0: start that trauma, nigga. You were crazy from, from the beginning.
1: I'm sure that nigga was.
0: Um, but I, but I guess, uh, yeah. What is, um, what can a woman do? Maybe, if, maybe like someone who's listening right now. Maybe they know, like I. You know what? I did shut my man down. How do I fix that? How do I? What do I do to make? A man feels safe. Like, what is what is elementary that maybe we don't get as women?
1: If a woman were to say to her partner, uh, after after kind of, like, coming at him for showing his emotion, I would say, for example, not when he w- doing his thing, you feel me, whether that be playing a game, watch, watching the game, or doing whatever the case, right? But, like, uh, tone, uh, timing and turf matters and so I would say you get that out the way and then it's like hey baby, I felt I, f- I felt weirded out because I haven't seen this before mm-hmm. and so I did this mm-hmm. whatever this is right and then that man is probably going to feel that you're showing some form of respect towards him mm-hmm. because you're being vulnerable yourself mm-hmm. and this is why it's not even a man woman thing it's just like a, a 100 thing you mm-hmm. feel me and so, if those type of conversations were to be had, I think it'd be a lot less uh, money going to these uh, dating apps.
2: So, I should get off the dating app.
1: I ain't say that now, <laughs> <that> shit. <laughs> I
2: think evolved people need to be with evolved people. If you are evolved. Ooh, that, that's
1: a good dating app. If evo- evolved people. Oh my God, is that our, is that our, yeah. is that our claim
2: to fame? The tantric <laughs> dating app. Evolved. <laughs> evolved people. EVOL. How do you vet them?
1: when you say (laughs) tantra, have y'all talked about that when you say tantra like how you gotta like decipher this shit
2: you know what I haven't because you know what I realized too when I'm talking to like people honestly in my community like mostly my friends no one I guess people everyone assumes it just has so strictly to do with sex but Mm. I don't think anyone has really any clue so I don't have to go deep but I know like tantra neo-tantra that's like big in the white communities or big in the western world is solely based in sex and there's a lot of bad raps for what that means it's like people fucking their clients on a massage table. There's like all types of love, like levels of how people like under the skies of tantra and, um, I, th- I think that, like, I've been really diligent about saying that it's a lineage-based, like, a lineage-based, like, what we've, what, how what, how we've been inducted into is lineage-based and it's been practiced for thousands of years. You know, it's a form of of yoga. It's a, it's a form of Buddhism that doesn't separate, doesn't shy away from a part of, a very big part of us, which is sexuality. We are literally th- in whole mind, body, spirit, an alignment of, like, healing all of those, all of those things and not just shying away from the sexual parts and it's like like religion generally does that's what i say like you know religion doesn't really like to tell you it's bad this is not that type of thing it's a practice that is whole encompassing and tech teaches you how to like use pleasure as medicine so i mean i don't i haven't really like led with it's not solely sex but i probably should start
1: that was great i love the way you spoke about. how that.
2: do you speak about
1: it um healing i say that all your biases that you have, all your uh, conditions that you have, all your, uh, the way that you see the world, uh, we help to to erode that and get you back to your full self, your full feeling. Mm. Yoga, you know, I say yoga of uh, of nervous system regulation.
2: So, what you have to do to get on the Evolved dating app is first you have to complete me and Mike's course. Mm. <laughs> and once you complete the course, the ninety day course, you can be then vetted into the system, and then you that's can... a good
1: mom's bad choices course. Yeah, I got that.
0: <laughs>
2: then we need to look you in the eyes, <laughs> make sure you're not fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only come here when you want to do fuck shit. Like, just start for the first five years over on Hinge, like me and Erica did, and then when you're ready and you realize there's nothing out there, you can come over to the Evolved app.
1: I definitely wasn't on them apps like that. I really wasn't.
2: How did you meet your girl?
1: Uh, my homeboy uh, actually hollered at, hollered at her at the club. But she stood up and, like, her height kept going and his height had stopped.
0: Ah! So, <laughs> You're like, get out of here. No, I, yeah, I, wasn't, I,
1: wasn't, I wasn't even there, though. And so, like, he tried to, like, this is what I told from, told from both of them. He tried to, like, dance with her or whatever. And she said she tried to spin. But she couldn't like.
0: Oh no! Yeah, you know what like I mean, her hand
1: under. she had a duck. She had a duck. <laughs> he had to shoes. jump. You know what I mean? So she was like, "You nice, but I can't do it." And oh. So then, you know, he put me on.
0: Oh, so this was later. This didn't all happen in one moment in the club.
1: No, nah, this was like I guess in a weekend. Oh, okay, he, he was, was like, "Yeah,
0: nigga, ain't gonna work out." Here's... So, so they <laughs> went on a date. Nah, hell no. Oh. oh. Well, that's beautiful. Look at that. I love when men can do that for one another. Yeah,
1: see, I think so. I do, like. I think that we show it in our own ways. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, we do it. We can get a lot better though.
0: Yeah. So I'm single, and I um, I'm still learning how to um, date properly because I don't know what that means anymore. Um, What tips do you have? (laughs) How do you date properly? What tips do you have for someone who, for me, I'm celibate right now, and um, I don't plan on on having sex, but I've been having, like, these really interesting interactions um, with intimacy but not, like, physical intimacy with someone Mm. where, like, I'm in their energy, and we both obviously share, like, this attraction to one another, but we're not acting on it. And so it's, like, kind of, like, building this, like, I don't know, this, like, energy between us. Yeah. Um, but I guess my question is, like, how...
1: What is I, not, what is, if I may, what is, like, you being celibate right now and then having those, that energy building, how is that coming true in your life? What do you feel is coming out from that? Um.
0: I don't know. I feel like... I feel like it's healing something in me um, that I felt like was like taken from me mm. in ways like that. I, I don't actually have to give my body to someone in order to, um, I don't know, like feel in intimacy, yeah. really, yeah. like to feel. And I, I wouldn't even say love because I know that, but like it's more like this intimacy that I felt like my partner lived in across the country. So there was already like this gap in our intimacy anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like when we were together, like I craved it so much, like we like, you know, when you're away from someone for so long, like, so I'd had these like really intense, um, moments of intimacy that felt like otherworldly because not, well, because I think we also had chemistry, but also because of like that, that longing. Mm -hmm. And now in this situation, it's kind of the same, but it's healthier longing. You know, it's not like, oh, you're not here and I'm longing for you. Or like, you know, are you cheating on me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to be near you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's more of like a, I don't know, like building some sort of like safety around the intimacy.
1: Mm. Mm. That's I- good. I mean, you feel comfortable with that. Y'all are going at, it y- sounds like y'all are going at y'all's space.
0: no. No, no, this is not my pace. This is not your <laughs> it's pace. It's my pace right now. Okay, so you're trying. Okay, I, see I you're, trying something <laughs> new. You trying? Yeah, you are trying
1: something new. Okay, that's what it is.
0: It's been. It's been. It's been good. It's been challenging, but it's been um, fulfilling. Like I don't have any big desire to change to like move faster or forward. You know mm,
3: what I mean? I,
0: but now I lost my train of thought because I had a question about dating, and now I don't know what it is.
2: You know, oh, I man. think it's a new year, and we are still in, <laughs> in how do you call it, um, cuffing season? While well, your girl's been out of the game a long time. How do you call it, cuffing season? <laughs>
1: she says, <laughs> that's what's It's up. still cold,
2: <laughs> um, and I think that um, what I hear, like, people are tired, you know what I'm saying? And I think women are confused. I know a lot of um, sane, sexual, cool, successful single women who genuinely deserve g- like a um, like good partnership, you know, like this is my wife. So we, we go together, you know, basically minus sex, like basically everything except sex. <laughs> um, and I think that what women, what, for women who are trying to date seriously, what do you think are like five things men, like women get wrong in dating?
1: I think that like how you just explained y'all's beautiful relationship. I think that when you are in a intimate relationship with a person, like the person that you love, like in love with, I think that person has a unique way of pulling out the emotional wounds within you. And so I think it becomes different with that person versus like y'all as friends or whomever the case whomever whoever the relationship may be. So I think that it's different per relationship. A person could be amazing, terrific loved by all, but then, With their partner, they bring out something different in them. And so I think those are the things. I think in regards to women, but just people, again, men and women both, like, working on your shit, taking accountability, even accountability when it's, like, something that took place that wasn't your fault, but you've been attached to that for too long. Mm. Let go of that attachment, right? And so I think that that would be a few right there. That's three right there. I think...
0: I wonder if, like, do you think that women who are, like, very forthcoming about, like, what their intentions are, is that, like, a mistake that women make? Because I feel like that's how I've led in the past, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's served me or hasn't served me. I don't know. Like, I feel like because, like, niggas will lie and say, yeah, I'm ready for a a committed relationship. So, like, does it even matter to say that, or does that turn you off? Like, if a woman came to you and said, hey, listen, I don't know what you're doing, like, second date. Like, or maybe even first date. And it was like, hey, so listen, I really enjoyed this this date. I want to let you know, like, I'm dating with intention. I'm not really interested in, you know, casual dating. Um, how do you feel about that?
1: I think two ways. The first way, it's like if you're a salesman, right? Let's say you work, I used to work at Dillard's Ladies Shoes Department, right? I've done a lot of different types of sales jobs, right? And as good salesmen, they're going to pick up on what you want. Mm-hmm. And they're going to know how to. Pivot to what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think in dating, a lot of times, like if a person tells you, I want this, this, and this, if they're a bad individual, they're going to take advantage of that, that, and that. You feel mm-hmm. me? And so.
0: So you shouldn't tell them?
1: No, I'm not saying you oh. shouldn't. I'm just saying that that's <laughs> no, a fucked yes, up sir. nigga right there. You feel me? Like if that were to be the case. But it's like a. If you're dealing with an immature individual and you're just very forthcoming mm-hmm. and that person does you wrong, I think they just. Let you know that they're not for you in a quicker fashion, in a quicker way. But at the same time, do I think that? Let me not skirt around the question. To be direct, Mm -hmm. two ways. One is per person basis, but then two, I do think that it's a it's a it's a dance. Mm. It's a give and take. The dance doesn't start with read the room. Yeah, you feel me? Like you can't just (laughs) if if we about to dance. You don't just grab my hand and just. And, and do the whole thing. You guys, like, you
0: you mean? guys been partying all day, at the yeah. end, you're like, "So listen, I'm like only dating intentionally."
2: As a woman, <laughs> I've had I've had niggas tell me that on dates, and immediately I was like, "Oh, niggas crazy." Like yeah, even if, even if I was me? into it, I would immediately run.
1: Yes, it is, yeah.
2: Orlando said this to me one time. One time we were on mushrooms. We had known each other like a pr- pretty good amount of time, and he was like, "What are we doing here?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I was, he like, said, not we mushrooms right I was like, yeah, that's not a good time, though. It wasn't a good time, but also, like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I have issues with commitment in general. But also, I you remember that Steve Harvey fucking book where he told everybody terrible advice as if he's a master of fucking dating. Whoa! And everybody took it, and he made millions of dollars. But like, he was like, tell someone on the first date what you want. I think it's cool to be like, yeah, I do want to be married. Yeah, I do want kids. Like, this is like, this is my intention. But like, I'm not. Telling someone the first that just so you know, like that's the
1: yeah, it's the it's the intention, like the attitude like, can I with it.
2: Know your last
0: name, like so. I, that's a mistake that some women make because I feel like I feel like women have been fed that
2: information as well too. By Steve Harvey, <laughs> which I, I don't know why you, you bitches took Steve Harvey's advice. He is not the dating master.
1: Um, <laughs> Lori Harvey, not but uh, <laughs>
2: neither one of them because she dated his ass. He wore a toupee for years.
0: You could that nev- was trying. Wait, you can had a realization. Okay. They are trying to make Lori Harvey like a dating expert, aren't they? Have you been seeing this on the internet? It just all hit me. Because she's a regular 25-year-old? They they're like... Oh, that's a good place I've seen her. like a few it different... It would be a good place that's for her. Good, that's that's a, a good, if, play. if she's smart, she'd go to sexology school. That's a good place. They're somehow... Place. They're like changing the narrative around like... Because typically a, a woman, especially a black woman, dating like multiple celebrities in like a period of like two years, she'd be a hoe. But Steve Harvey ain't playing that shit with his with a, his daughter. Are you daughter. it's
2: a PR campaign? Well, I think that
0: they have crafted a way, or she has been smart in the way that she's talked about her relationships. Where, um, she I don't know if you've heard anything she said. It's not like she said anything like profound. <laughs> she was just like, you know, if it doesn't serve you, like don't <laughs> don't stay or whatever. Like women deserve to be treated like goddesses, you know, like basic <laughs> shit. But um, I just realized, sorry, I just had this epiphany. I'm like, oh my god, she. Are they trying to coin her as, like, a dating expert, Lori Harvey?
2: Probably.
3: <laughs>
1: and that'd be a good kn- play for
0: her. Because Steve Harvey coined himself as a dating expert?
2: Which I don't know. How, that's what I'm saying. The bitches who went and, like, listened to him. Like, the, the same thing with the Kevin uh, Samuels nigga. Samuels. You have to question, why are you asking this man for this advice? If you are asking, seeking, like, I know we need male perspective. And I know we have vastly different perspectives. So I understand having insight on each other's. Perspective, but also, like, why? Like, certain people just can't give me dating advice because you're not even on my level. And I think that's where women fuck up, too, is like, even for us, women like us who talk candidly on the internet about sex have a lot of fun and have cucumbers on in people's mouths at live shows. And it could be depicted a lot of ways. And I think for a lot of men it's intimidating and there's a label that's associated with a certain type of woman. So I know like I'm not going to date a regular, like, like a pastor, you know, he's probably not going to want to date me. And maybe, but like the truth is, like you, you, I think you should lead with who the fuck you are authentically, and then don't expect, don't try and fit a fucking, uh, like a watermelon inside an orange and be like, why isn't it working? You know what I mean? It's just like,
1: you be having my mom think about watermelon going into a orange. I don't know. About,
2: I'm high. Guys.
0: <laughs> I was like, well, you could break it up, cut it up into little pieces, yeah, and like... slide it through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the I bitch that just won't let it go. That's Her,
1: you <laughs> know, I bitches.
2: will make this fit. <laughs> you will love me, you will respect me. You
1: know, uh, watermelon libido trick. Put, cut up an entire watermelon and put a, a, a coconut water in there, mm. and uh, like mix that up and blend that up.
2: He really believes in this because he said this to me many makes times. Make you like horny.
1: Yeah, it's more a, horny. It's a watermelon bit up and thing. coconut. Like not just the the red part, but like get get up in there. You feel me? The, Cut grime the, the green, too. yeah. Uh-huh. Get the green as well. Uh huh. Get up in the not uh-huh. the green outside. I'm talking the white. Like the white, like, the white, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the white. Okay. Yeah, put our light over there.
0: Interesting. It's few you hear things, that, ladies. Make yeah.
1: like your men smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's things about that too. He got to stop nothing.
2: You gotta stop what coming. You stop ejaculating. He said stop
1: ejaculating. Yeah, doesn't mean he got to stop orgasming. Just separating that too. Because
0: we're preserving life force energy. Or fucking right. Or okay. okay, you don't
1: come. Dude, I didn't say that. What the fuck? I said I ain't. How you recommend shit.
0: this shit and not do it yourself?
1: Because I do when do it myself, but not hundred percent of the every time. No.
0: Your eyes just twitch. because
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hear what you was. <laughs> I was trying to hear. You. I was talking. Wanted to hear you. I <laughs> went. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, I want to make sure Andy say what you said again.
0: When you have sex with yeah. your girlfriend, yeah. you don't nut every time. Like if you can not, I mean, I don't think you're like. I know sometimes you just don't, have, you know, you won't nut. But like, yeah. do you intentionally not nut at this t- point in time?
2: Yeah, of course he's a ten. Yeah. yeah,
0: he does nut. Stop. I doesn't. I I, 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 does say does. N- I say does. I does, <laughs> I, does <nut. laughs>
1: I do. But then there's also times that where I What go. does that
0: have to do with him? I'm, he's talking about like that men should preserve their nuts. So yeah. I'm asking if he does that too. Like if he, that's what
2: he's doing. I'm saying as a man in this practice, he's absolutely not nutting 100% of the time. He's having sex. Okay. That's a part of the practice. Yes. Okay,
0: well, I'm asking him because you're not his penis.
2: I, I mean, I'm his strongest sister. <laughs> I know exactly what his dick does. I know his practice. I know what he knows. So I know he's... I, Mike's my friend. So we've spent a week in fucking Mexico talking about strange things, like preserving life force energy. Yeah.
1: I say about 40% of the time. You
2: know, I was just asking because I was curious to know what Mike's answer was going to be. I, You know, I think that if people feel like they hear that and it feels like so appalling to not nut because even me i have a breeding kink i want to see come and i think like it's so it feels like alarming like what do you mean you don't want me to nut you know like i think men i think that's like something you have to like slowly Mm -hmm. slowly like put on somebody because i think everyone's immediate response is hell no
0: yeah i mean well i think that everyone also has different practices into And how they practice Tantra. Some men, like, I think about Sting. Like, he was one of the first celebrities that really started talking about semen retention. And he wasn't coming for years. Like, so I don't know how long, like, how deep in the practice are you? Are you not? That was was my question. Like, are you not nutting at all right now? Like, because some people, like, that's what they do. And they
2: preserve it for whatever it is that they're waiting for. That question in Tantra speak is like, are you, really about, are you really doing your practice over there? My that's nigga? Like, not what I was asking. I know, I know, that's I why know. I was like, why are you attacking me? In tangent words, that's like you're not preaching what <laughs> uh, you practice. No, <laughs> I
0: was just asking because like, I don't know, like everyone, you know, in any practice, you go through phases where you're doing that intensely. Or you're just sprinkling it into your practice. Like, It's I not know. a, it's not
1: a phase. It's a, it's a, it's a part of life. Okay. And so this ain't an error. This ain't a chapter. This is the book. Mm-hmm. And so, There are times to where I definitely do ejaculate, Mm -hmm. but then there are times to where I don't. And so and so when you
0: do that, when you do ejaculate, it is like even more pleasurable, right?
1: Pleasurable, stronger, um, more in general, Mm -hmm. semen. But then depletion and tiredness is even more so. Mm -hmm.
2: You feel Mm -hmm. more depleted as you've practiced it more?
1: Like, because if I'm going, like, let's say I go a month, right? Mm -hmm. And then... <laughs> <My shit. laughs> <But I laughs> You're a Tantrico. <laughs> no, it's a Tantrico, though. No, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> You're a Tantrico. <laughs> yeah. You're a
3: Tantrico. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Tantrico. you a Tantrico. You're a Tantrico. you
1: a Tantrico. Nah, so like. <laughs> if I go 30 days without And then and having lots and lots And lots of sexual activity Like it's different If you don't have no sex That's why I look at you that way Because the question Is so multifaceted mm. If you're talking about An individual that doesn't nut But also they're not having Sexual activity a lot mm-hmm. That's completely different mm-hmm. Versus someone who Has a lot of sexual activity And still is not nutting mm-hmm. And so I don't know why I said that So fast Do
0: women
2: need to not do women also need to practice this as no, well? Because no, because we don't ejaculate. So we're not like, so what, what it requires of a man to create semen, mm. like the, the life essence, like literally the blood. It, it's Imagine it's to, it's, it's to make, it's to procreate. Mm. So it's taking all the best from all of your organs. Mm. And so it, it's depleting him every time he does it. But for women, we don't nut like that. So it doesn't, it's not the same thing. Mm. But it's such a, it's such a part of the, <laughs> the, t- the lineage that we practice that like, I told him, I'm like, I haven't really taught Orlando like I should. And so every time he nets, I feel like, so I feel guilt because I understand, I understand now like what that actually means. And I'm like, Oh God, I got to do better because my kids are being wasted all over inside me for no reason. Inside me. <laughs> so, but yeah, but it's, it's a deep, deep spiritual practice. And I think once you understand the spiritual side of it, then like the sexual side automatically evolves and like grows
0: I feel like I've learned a lot today guys <laughs> Thank
2: you. I'm happy that he's here because I'm trying to talk to all my friends about it and they're just like <laughs> I'm like it's medicine
1: <laughs> <laughs> no nah, we just gotta start preaching and then just, they just be like one day they gonna come at you and be like Mila something different what's, what's goodie," and then and then their ears are opened up a little bit more
2: okay. I'm very I, I, I'm, I'm passionate about I'm passionate about it um, Mike, do you have an
0: affirmation that you can share with our, our tribe?
1: I mean, do I have an affirmation to yeah. share with the tribe?
0: Always ask our guests and then maybe you have something that's, I don't know, maybe tantric <laughs> or maybe, uh, <laughs> or maybe not.
1: Okay. Uh, it's simple. When you ever have an, uh, a, a thought that you don't like or a thought that you've been on, you've been holding on for too long and it's not a good thought, just have positive thought, a positive speech.
2: Positive action.
1: There you go. That's simple.
2: Positive, positive thought, thought positive, positive speech, positive, positive action. action. Good one. It's mm, a good one. I like that. Um, We pulled a card. Oh, yeah, we did. Three of swords. I feel like we've gotten this one recently. I I've got that one recently. It was paired with a lot
0: of drama.
2: Okay, it says heartbreak, drama. emotional yeah. pain, sorrow, <laughs> grief, hurt.
0: That's right. That's what I pulled it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was it. Was it upright, Mike? Maybe this is for someone in the collective. When the Three of Swords turns up in a tarot reading, it signals that you are feeling deeply hurt and disappointed. Your heart has been pierced by the sharp blades of others' hurtful words, actions, and intentions, and they have inflicted intense emotions of pain, sadness, grief, and heartbreak. These events are unexpected and come out of the blue, making them even more painful. The Three of Swords is also about an emotional release. When you have suffered a major setback or loss, now is an excellent time to have a good cry. Expressing your sadness is part of the cleansing process, and letting it all out will help you move on to better times. Allow yourself the opportunity to experience these emotions no matter how painful. Cry, shout, or scream at the top of your lungs. Do whatever it takes to express your anger or pain, as this will help your emotions flow through you and out of you. However, it is essential that you continue to focus on the path ahead. You may run the risk of becoming so absorbed in the emotions swirling around you that you lose sight of the need to just let go and move on.
1: I think that I, I have a 15-step a process to becoming the man I'm becoming. And I just finished three steps. And so I think that that is the the dying of that old me and growing to the new me.
2: Yeah. I mean, not even then, it's just being this time of the year, but I, I feel like I resonate with that too. I don't know if it's just like graduating and going through like that initiation and like, you know, he, we, I had a like intense release and it was extremely emotional and vulnerable in school during testing, which I literally was talking shit about. Like they were talking about last testing and like somebody started just having some kind of crazy, scream like she had to stop testing and I was like what in the fucking what would ever permit someone to be screaming during testing and then it just so happened that I was the bitch screaming and crying during testing and my dear friend Mike was here supporting me through it (laughs) and it was it felt like such a heavy release but it also felt extremely intentional and I felt myself tell myself like don't brush over this. Mm-hmm. Don't make it. I was. I felt there's a point. I wanted to like make a joke,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and like keep going. And I had to tell inside of myself, be like, "Don't do that. Just sit here for a minute." And because I was at school and I had the tools to like even give it a voice and say like, "What do you need from me right now?" And <clears throat> that that awareness to move through it and transmute it. Like days later, even till now, I feel like it's. Uh, it was. It was. It was like there were things that happened that woke me up in ways that were super necessary and so i just think like maybe you're feeling the same way
1: yeah i said um i think when you talk about your friends they be like bitch what the fuck like when you talk about this stuff i think a lot of people are just numb and when you're numb you don't even you have no recollection of what is you feel me and so i think it's all about just being us and becoming in that person and so for me in regards to the the three swords yeah it's just a lot of a lot of clarity a lot of uh Gained wisdom, a lot of. I'm a different man, mm. so I think that you know I'm no longer Mike Larry, what the homies just call me, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
1: I'm just Mike Johnson. Hey,
2: i um, well, speaking about deep tantra and sex. <clears throat> did you bring a, a hoary for us, Mike Johnson? Mike oh. Johnson, I know you have some hori oh, Can <laughs> I tell you, you're making of sound like a porn oh. Oh. Mike, Mike Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Coming to the like stage, Mike Strip- Johnson. Or like a stripper? Yeah, a stripper. A stripper. Mike
1: Johnson. <laughs> Mike Johnson. Nah, I think we be our <laughs> stripper in Dallas. I mean that <laughs> in the best way
0: possible. Don't be offended. She means it's the
2: name of a star. <laughs> it's the name of a star. A star, baby. Look <laughs> <for> with me.
1: <laughs> <You're> a star. <laughs> um, oh, do I got a horror story? A horrible story.
2: No, it could be a good some horror stories are good.
1: Oh, yeah. No, yeah, horror story. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's me and not my homies up here talking about me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, What horror story do I have? Horrible story do I have? There was once a point in time in my life when I was at a certain location, uh, uh, when I was way, way younger, that, like, it was really bad. Um, Because if it was, like, a group of women that took a picture, there was a certain percentage that I had relations with. Um,
0: Like they were all in one picture?
1: Or oh, 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 yeah, oh, multiple times in, in that period of my life and so yeah. It was a horrible story. I say that in the most <laughs> discreet Wait, way. Wait, you possibly. took
0: you saw a picture <laughs> and you had been with most of the women
2: in the picture?
1: Um
2: like a group of friends?
1: Yeah, but it it, it was just like a, a a a thing. And so I had to uh change that. It was a period of my life, I'll say it like this, this is how i say it. It was two years you're of my being life. Very vague. Mike. I know, I know. You're I know. getting
0: very I'm trying to decode what the fuck you're saying right now. It was now. T- it was
3: too
2: <laughs> <laughs> was whoring outside amongst <laughs> a close group of friends.
1: No, nah, so like you. I was in I was in Portugal at the time. Okay, more details. Okay. There, you go. there living, we go.
0: Particular location. I was
1: I was living in Portugal at the time. I was on a military base. Okay. Uh and it's only like 600 people on that base. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. And
1: so therefore, you know, if you're obviously cut down from that, the people that fit your group, obviously, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? It was... uh, it was just bad. It was like a, it was just a lot. It was You're like running a, it through was, the base. It was like a lot of perc- it was like a lot of percent. Is there my a lot pictures. of sex
0: happening on military bases?
1: Hell it, yeah!
0: It's like it's like orgies. Yeah. Are there orgies? Orgies? There? Yes. Yeah. How oh. pe- would there be? It's people
1: that get deployed. Oh my and god! Be this is like the tricks. perfect.
0: Are there a lot of OnlyFans people in the army that yeah, are, are like can get,
2: you can get kicked know, out? Know, maybe like they put I don't know
0: masks on or something. Wait, am I
2: I'm, yes. I'm, I'm the only person who never considered that there's crazy
0: orgies happening on It's like it's a bunch of boys and girls on a like, like a camp basically. camping out together for months
2: okay exactly. it is
1: not just like that <laughs> I, but
2: there's always some there's always some dark shit that happens too to the women like there's always some strange there's always there's that. more men than women I know so i don't does that doesn't even seem like a good environment honestly
1: uh, a lot more especially in the navy
2: I don't think it's hard to have you
0: know had your pick of the litter when there's mostly there's not a lot of women I would assume right
1: uh, you know this is the elevator version of me I'm not going to even Respond to that. Okay. No, the way the old All me right, respond well. to that.
2: You <laughs> <that>, really <laughs> want to say. <I> Not <laughs> <laughs> nah, the old me wanted to say something, but I'm going to say Yeah, the old me would
1: have, yeah, would have said something. I feel like there. you have
2: more better horries than that, but I'm going to let you
0: slide. That's being shy. Yeah, okay. I am going to have me. to go on Patreon and really spill the tea.
2: <laughs> All right. Do we need to kind yeah, of well, go to yeah. Patreon? <laughs> so it could be 30,000 less people in our business. <laughs> that might be better. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, <laughs> maybe we'll do a little after dark real quick. Um, thank you for coming to hang out with us. Mike, I'm so happy to finally see you in the United States.
1: I know, right? Uh, I've uh, seen you a few in, times. And, and, always, in, uh, in
2: civilian worlds. Yeah, we're usually yeah, in a yeah. tantric beaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and
1: mosquitoes and flies and all that.
2: Right, and a lot of... <laughs> <sighs> um, <laughs> that sounded weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell the people where they can find you. <laughs>
1: Um, if you care to have a conversation or care to have something to say, get it off your chest or just have some advice, you can go to feelingscene.com. dot com uh We have a newsletter to where you can write in, and we have uh experts in the field uh doctors, uh clinical therapists, and uh sexologists to uh respond to you
0: Amazing this yeah. um and you guys you know where to find us, but more importantly, we're going on tour. And we have some shows coming up, and we're so excited to bring our confessions of a good mom to you. We're going to Philly, Dallas, DC, New York, so Charlotte, Houston, and there's one more. I can't. I think remember. That was it. You
2: said DC, Philly, DC, Philly,
0: New York, yep. Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. Yeah. So make sure you click the link in this episode description. Get your tickets before they sell out. It's going to be sexy. We have surprises. We're going to be there. It's going to be fun. Bring your lover, bring your partner, come alone, find a friend, um, join our Discord, make friends there, because that's how a lot of the tribe connect before the show. They link up in the Discord, and then none of them know each other, and then they all leave as best friends. So click the link in this episode description, come see us on tour, join our Discord and Patreon, and is that it? That's it. Love you.
3: Bye, love you.